Hello, White Sox fans. If you still happen to root for this team, it is Crystal O'Keefe with episode 35 of Visiting Dugout, brought to you by Southside Sox, a part of Fans First Sports Network. So today on the show, it's a little different. Um, we're not visiting another dugout per se, um, and we're not about to play the Mets, but we have really important things to discuss that do intersect with baseball. Um, so we have two of the wonderful ladies from a podcast of their own, an all-woman-led podcast from H Home Run Applesauce, really. So we have Allison and Linda. Welcome. Please go ahead and introduce yourselves. Sure. Hi, Crystal. Thanks for having us on. I'm Allison McCaig, um, and I am one of the co-hosts along with Linda and Maggie Wiggin of a pod of their own, like you mentioned, all women-led um, Home Run Applesauce podcast, also part of the Fans First Sports Network. Uh, we're part of the sort of uh, Home Run Applesauce is the Mets, uh, Mets network of podcasts. Um, and uh, Linda and I also write for Amazing Avenue, the Mets SB Nation site. Right. And Linda is super cool and was recently dressed as Barbie. She might be frozen, though. Oh, can you hear us, Linda, anymore or no? Ah, I guess. <laughs> oh. There uh, you are. There we go. <laughs> I think I dropped out for a second or you dropped out. Yes, I'm still here. I'm still here. Um, Linda's back. Uh, my name is Linda. I'm also a uh, co-host with Allison. Yeah, here I am. I don't know if uh, I dropped out my internet. My computer's been acting weird. Um, but yeah, I'm here with Allison. Um, we co-host a pod of their own with Maggie Wigan. Um, it's a weekly um, podcast all about. Um, we try to take a female-led perspective uh, of the of both the Mets and baseball at large. And unfortunately, they give us a lot to talk about every week. Um, but yeah, and I'm super happy to be here. We Crystal was on our show, so now I'm really happy uh, to return the favor. Yeah, that's true. We've all been mutuals for a little while now, so it's been. I love interacting with other women on Twitter. Like it's so much better to just talk to other women sports fans in general. Yes. So again, like I said, we have a very important topic tonight. Today, you know, you all launched the fifth annual Dollars for Dingers. So for those that don't know what this is about, how can you, you know, explain it and how did it even come about? Because I don't think I know how it came about. Um, sure. So um, the first Dollars for Dingers was in 2019. Um, and like Linda mentioned, um, our podcast likes to take like a female first perspective on things. And unfortunately, we noticed a pattern of that involving talking about domestic violence a lot um, and talking about players who have committed acts of domestic violence and the way that um, MLB has welcomed them back into the fold and teams have welcomed them back into the fold and generally been, you know, enablers of this culture um, that uh, that's permissible to abusers. Um, and so in 2019, we launched the first Dollars for Dingers campaign because we felt like screaming into the void about it on our podcast wasn't enough. We had to actually like put our money where our mouth was and do something about it. Um, so we had this idea. And at the time, actually, um, our Cubs counterparts um, at Bleed Cubby Blue, um, Sarah Sanchez, um, I, 
uh, sort of did like a competing, not competing because we were we were fundraising toward the same goal, but like a little friendly competition um, to see who could raise more money um, for every um, Mets home run in the month of September. Obviously, they did Cubs home runs. Um, we would pledge to donate a certain amount to the National Domestic Violence Hotline. And we encouraged uh, folks who listen to the podcast and folks in our community to do the same. Um, and it started off as like, like kind of just this little thing that like us and like our friends were doing. And then it grew every year. It grew and grew. Um, and now we always have an in-person raffle event at the end of the month long campaign um, where we collect a bunch of donated prizes from various uh, generous donors, including the New York Mets, who always donate autographed items every year, which is so awesome this year. It's a Starling Marte signed baseball um, to uh, raffle off also to benefit the National Domestic Violence Hotline so folks can show up in person on September 30th um, at Ebbs, uh, at City Field Uh at four o'clock so that uh it, that's sort of the like culminating event that we do at the end of the campaign um and we keep track of all of our donations via a google sheet very high tech it's <laughs> it's literally me sitting at the computer calculating all the donations um and it's incredible because people get more and more creative with their pledges every year we have the like you know two to three dollars per home run or whatever baseline pet pledge that people want to do a dollar per home run five dollars whatever but then people get really creative with their extra pledges and it's like that's the part that's sort of taken off and gotten crazier and crazier every year but i love it so much it's like people do like extra ten dollars for like home runs that hit the foul pole and like like crazy stuff that like like people get creative with it um and it's really really fun so uh that's part, part of it that's really really grown a lot so yeah uh that's that's the dollars for dingers campaign uh it always benefits the national domestic violence hotline who have become fantastic partners with us through this um uh they they love we we love talking to them and they um, and they correspond with us afterwards and always tell us like, oh, we've seen all the donations coming in this year. We're so excited. And yeah, it's really it's really great um, and wholesome and a way to channel like our our baseball rage for good. Yeah, I I myself have donated a ton of money um, to the hotline just this year with um, our redacted pitcher. Um, every Who's on waivers now. Yes, he's on waivers, and I really yeah. hope he's gone. Um, but yeah, I would donate anywhere from like, well, lately it's just been 25 every single start that he's been. So they've got a lot of money for me, and obviously I always love to do dollars for dingers. This was like either my third or fourth year now doing it. Um, but like speaking of the Mets, you guys were just able to go there very recently for something special. Plenty yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we are somehow got on the Mets radar and we're invited to um, when the Mets celebrated Women's Day um, at City Field. Uh, they invited all of us to participate um, in their all the programming they had um, scheduled for that day. Um, so we got to sit in on a panel um, with these amazing, amazing women, um, post and why. Um, and 
we had a woman from Cadillac there, a woman from Citigroup, um, and a woman who works for me yearly baseball. And they talked about mental health. They talked about their, you know, sh their struggles in being a woman in the workplace. Um, they talked about imposter syndrome and it was just incredible, incredible to hear that these, you know, really super successful women struggle with like similar things that we all struggle with. And yeah. um, so it was just awesome on, on that level um that they were so relatable and so giving of their time and like they were willing to like chat with you after after the panel um and then also mrs met loved our floral hats so that was also a highlight <laughs> of the day uh, <laughs> she came running over um, and was like pointing at her head like, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then okay. we got to sit in like one of the suites afterwards. So, I mean, I feel for you White Sox guys, because me and Allison <laughs> were discussing this on our recent podcast, because we think uh, Alex Cohen, Steve Cohen's wife, her fingerprints were kind of all over this. Mm -hmm. um, so it does make a big, big difference when you have an ownership group who's invested um, into the team, into the fan base, um, is willing to, you know, bring in, you know, different ideas and, um, and honor different segments of the fan bases. And so it was, it was really, like Allison said on our last podcast, she was like, the game didn't even matter at that point. Like we were just like over the mood, like, in, like, it was, it was like one of the best days at the, at the ballpark. And, you know, then they put a history of Joan Payson on the first owner of the Mets. Um, so they were, you know, during the game, they made sure, you know, to continue to incorporate, um, women, um, into, into their, um, into the game. And it was good because I hope there were little girls in that stadium who saw there's a place for them now there. Yeah. And it showed all the women working in the front offices and, you know, um, so it was really good to see, you know, people who looked like me, who had growing up, I never had that. I never had anybody I could look up to or relate to. And I'm hoping, you know, now this is just continuing that. And I think this is their second year doing it. And I hope that it will become a yearly tradition um, at the at at the end of August every year. Yeah, it looked like they did so much. It was great just kind of living through your experiences with it. I was kind of trying to follow along all evening. But yeah, you're right. There usually aren't very many women in that field at all. Like, I think I had maybe like Doris Burke and that was teenage years before I had like a, a woman in sports to even watch and pay attention to. So we've come a long way. There's still so much more improvement, but yeah. It, that's and uh, awesome. and we learned that, uh, and what Linda said about the sort of changing culture in the Mets under the new um, ownership group, we learned that it, these are the folks that like organized the entire women's day. We learned that there's an entire group within the Mets front office called the she unit, whose entire <laughs> purpose is to organize like women's empowerment, uh, like events and to, you know, f further women in, in the Mets organization. So the fact that this even exists and it's, and it started in 2020. So the fact that this even exists is like proof positive that things are shifting in the right direction and things like women's day and the she unit, like this is not stuff that the previous regime would have really done. 
Um, so like we are, I mean, obviously there's still a lot of problems. The on-field product is what it is this year. Um, <laughs> there's still a lot of issues, but I feel, I feel confident in the future direction of the organization in this regard, uh, in, in regards to the shifting culture. Um, I feel better. I certainly feel better about the organization in that regard than I did under the previous ownership. <laughs> That's wonderful. I wish I felt that in my own. Yeah. I mean, as a Mets fan, I'm sorry. Myself, but as a White Sox fan, it's just like, hey, nobody cares about you. Yeah. Shove you out of the way. Anyway, so back to this. Uh, last year, you guys raised a ton of money, um, over $15,000 in support of domestic violence survivors. Do you guys have a monetary goal? Although, I was just talking to Allison. I was good. Yes, because I was talking to Allison earlier in today or yesterday. I was looking at all the pledges from last year, and so many people pledged if the Mets won the division an extra bonus. I was like, we lost so much money from that, from them blowing the division. Um, but um, so we did, so we hope, I think it was a little over 15000 that we um that we had last year and we've raised around i think thirty-five thousand total um over our since the inception of the uh of uh of dollars for dingers so i would say anything to get us to 50 this mm -hmm. year um would be a nice a nice round number um but um i would say anything over 15 to at least beat last year's number total and like we said, get creative with your bonuses because that really does boost those they, numbers up. And we need the Mets to hit dingers too because the first year in 2019, they hit 50 dingers in September. They and, hit 50 yeah, so dingers really in the month, the month of September alone. <laughs> because I, in part, in part, because the ball was juiced too. Yeah, and, and Pete Alonso was also going off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he was going for the record at that time, so oh, he had right. something to like hit diggers for. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was going for the rookie home run record at that time. Mm -hmm. So, it, yeah, we had like it, it all just kind of blended into this create this perfect storm of a uh, of fifty dingers. So we haven't come close to that since then. <laughs> um, but and you know, considering the state of the team, I don't know if we'll get close to fifty dingers this year. But uh, maybe DJ Stewart can surprise. <laughs> or vote. Can you imagine? Can, get hot. Um, can you imagine if we combine the power of fifty dingers from twenty nineteen with the number of pledges that we get now? Like. Mm -hmm. We would raise so much money because in 2019, there were all the dingers, but it was still such a baby effort back then. Um, I mean, we did great. I was so proud for the first year. It yeah. was incredible. But, you know, obviously the fundraiser has grown a lot uh, mm -hmm. since then and like more and more folks know about it. Um, so like if the Mets could just put forth a 50 dinger effort, again, <laughs> we would get to 15,000 easy, I think. Well, you have some that aren't even necessarily dinger related because yes. I laughed yeah. at the $34 if Syndergaard gets claimed by the Mets <laughs> off waivers. So again, they don't have to be dinger related <laughs> or, you know, like. No, yeah. last year I pledged an extra. 
I pledged an extra fifty dollars if Timmy Trumpet actually showed up to City Field and he actually and showed he up to did. City Field and performed. <laughs> I was like, you just cost me fifty dollars. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's what we want. We want to be bankrupt by the end of the month. We want that. So speaking of the pledges, what you know, what if someone doesn't root for the Mets, but they still want to contribute? I know you've mentioned Bleed Cubby Blue in the past. I know, I think there was one year that I, I tied some White Sox related thing into it, but, you know, if they want to add something for their own team or just ways to be involved without necessarily being a Mets fan. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that is what the extra pledges is for. Um, it's a Google sheet, like the pledge spreadsheet is a Google sheet that's public that anyone can edit, although I've locked some of the rows for editing, specifically the rows where I tabulate the formulas. So I'm like, I'm not letting anyone else mess with that. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to do that myself. But um, it, it, the Google sheet itself is public, so you can enter any pledge you want. So it doesn't have to be related to the Mets at all. So if you want, if you're a White Sox fan listening out there and you want to do White Sox home runs, just write that in your in your extra thing. Like put uh, for 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 base pledge, you can put zero dollars, and then for for your extra pledge, you can say like five dollars per White Sox home run or one dollar per White Sox home run, and I will calculate that, and the sheet will tabulate that for you. So I'm keeping track of like. Oh, it's already, I think last year it was like hundreds of individual events, like between like individual player home run bonuses um, for the Mets, um, other teams home runs. I think there were a couple of, there were White Sox related things last year. There were, I think, Cubs related things and Nationals related things last mm -hmm. year. Um other teams things um, and like a lot of um, other teams things that were like former Mets people like to like keep track of former Mets who are now on other teams. Uh, so this year uh, people, folks have lots of giants related pledges because there's like a lot of former Mets on the giants. We got JD Davis, Michael Conforto, Flores, um, all popping off. My JD. Uh, still in a race, you know? <laughs> um, so we've got some of that going on this year. So yeah, I like, honestly, I've embraced, the chaos i used to kind of be like i'm tired guys can we not track this many things and i'm like all right whatever let's do it i'll look at every box score of every game every day if i need to it's fine uh like we um michael and i my boyfriend and i have um have a nephew named luke so michael's sister and his brother-in-law are pledging um dingers for anybody in the league named luke so now i have to figure out who the lukes oh, are <laughs> Yeah, is it just Luke or Lucas? Good question. Yeah, I don't it. know. I gotta, I gotta ask them for more specificity on that because I know yeah. that there's. Um, is it both? I know there's Luke Rayleigh on the Rays. He's like the biggest yeah. Luke that, like, the most prominent Luke hitter that I can think of. Um, he has like, like Luke Weaver's a pitcher. No, yeah, it doesn't count yeah. unless unless he pinch yeah. hits and hits a dinger. <laughs> there's no there's no pitcher sitting anymore. Like so. yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got to figure out if there are more Lukes. I'm forgetting. So yeah, that's a, that's like how specific people get. So you can do any team, any player. I will track it. Just don't get like too crazy. Don't do <laughs> things I can't find in a box score or like on yes. graphs. Yes. <laughs> please for my own yeah. sanity. Like well, last, I know year, last year's last year, they people did, did like Buck things Show that Walter were on the... getting thrown out for rules. 
Yeah, like things that were like <laughs> happened during the broadcast. And I was like, this requires me to watch every yeah. minute of every every game. And like, God bless. I'm not gonna watch every September game of the 2023 mm-hmm. Mets. Like, no. I will watch most of them. I because I'm a sicko who watches most days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people do things like, oh, when Gary, Keith, and Ron break out the baseball cards, or when the Gary does cards. a double out of here. I'm like, I'm not gonna know that unless I'm watching <laughs> the game. So. Yeah, things I can limit. Uh, that's my only limit. Just keep it to things I can look at a box score or on fan graphs or baseball reference and find any yeah. player, any and, team. And people were also kind of rude one year because I think it was a Yankees fan or Phillies fan. They put in parentheses, they, they put like, like an extra bonus for every Mets loss. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we welcome that too if you want to, you know. Rub it in our faces that we're bad. We understand. <laughs> it's, it's going for a good cause. Yeah. Well, and yeah, we'll probably runs. get more money for mess losses, honestly. <laughs> people did home runs the Met. Uh, I think it was last year. I can't remember. No, it was the year before last year. Someone did uh, home runs given up by the Mets. And I was like, that's going to outpace the number. Yes. Of yes. So there you go. That's fine. <laughs> it's all for the cause it's all for the cause it all is. for the cause yeah so if you're if you're a a fan of a like rival team who really hates the Mets and you want to do like bad things for the Mets like please do that because bad things happen to happen to the Mets all the time and so it'll make more money for our Right now, if you're a White Sox fan and you want to do something about runs given up by Michael Kopech or something to that effect, you know, a lot of money there. A whole lot of money. Dylan C's. They're yeah. all bad right now. Miserable, miserable organization. Um, but yeah, so I, I love that you guys do this. Like I said, I always do this for Clevenger. I know I did it in the 2016 World Series because Chapman would come in and close. And I couldn't watch that series like in good faith. Like it made me sick to my stomach. Um, you know, Colleen Sullivan, other, you know, White Sox Mets person. She also does that too. She does a rapid Clevenger start. And I mean, obviously there are other ways that you can give back that don't cost money, which I will say like, I will, you know, for just example, instead of donating something to Goodwill, you can donate gently used, you know, clothes, toys, things like that. Um, to women's shelters. That's a big yeah. thing. Um, I know every single year, I will go to Kohl's when their towels go on like steep sale. They're like $4 or something for a towel. And I will just fill bags with them, just use up all my Kohl's cash or whatever I need to do and just donate towels to them because a lot of these people, a lot of these women in there don't have their own things. And, you know, I was talking to someone at one of the women's shelters here and she said, yeah, you know, they don't necessarily have their own towel because we just have to kind of do some laundry, do whatever it takes. And just knowing that they have something that is theirs or like, you know, a cute pair of jeans that you don't fit in. Maybe they fit another woman. And again, it's one of those things where they don't have these things at the shelter and they're trying to rebuild their life um, after being in these kind of situations. So obviously donations and whatnot, um, or you could write a book like me and donate all the money. Um, towards domestic violence organizations, but I don't recommend um, dealing with the trauma. I had to do that to write that book. Um, but again, the the best way is 
to do this through dollars for dingers or do something. I mean, even if you don't want to support this, there are other ways to do it. You can do something for your own team. Maybe a bunch of, you know, fan bases can have something like this in the future where we're just constantly giving back to that community, which I think is wonderful that you do that and just welcome everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And there are folks who all obviously like the hot, the and we should say too are... that you don't have to, um, the, the hotline are our partners. You don't this, have to donate you don't to, have to, to donate the national, to um, domestic violence hotline. You can donate to one of your local shelters, shelters too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've had folks which in the people past have done in the past. Favorite, um, yeah, pick their favorite local, um, local shelter um, or domestic violence organization that's more local and donate to them. Um, the cool thing about the hotline, though, is that this year we have our own special landing page for the fundraiser, which is something new for 2023. Um, so in the past, we've just had um, folks like do their own donations mm -hmm. and we'll just have them like in the little memo line that says like, why did you donate today? We have them write a pot of their own so that like they can keep track of like how much is coming in through our fundraiser. Um, this year it should be a lot easier to do that because we have our own, um, fundraising page, uh, which we've linked in, um, in our, uh, social media, uh, tweets, uh, tweets and Instagram posts and stuff like that, um, for the fundraiser. Um, so I think it's the hotline.com slash apato. If you go to the hotline.com slash apato, um, that's where you can, uh, if you're making your pledge at the end of the donation drive, um, at the end of the month, you can put your pledge, uh, your total pledge amount, which the spreadsheet will calculate for you um, in there. Um, and they will automatically go to kind of like the pot of money that they're calculating for our fundraiser. So that's very cool um, and very exciting that the hotline did that for us. We yeah, really you guys are big time now. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> we, make, we got called up to the big leagues. <laughs> I really, I want to know, I don't want yes. to know, but I do want to know how much I have just donated just this year alone. I know someone else reached out to me, the bike socks um, crew who, you know, they'll bike to the ballpark. It is very accessible that way. Uh, they reached out and they were like, hey, we were really inspired by what you did. Can we like share this and like recommend that people do it? And I was like, yes, please. Like, yeah. The more the merrier. Um, and I will always post it for accountability. I'm just like, because Clevenger is pitching tonight for the White Sox and this is why I'm donating. And most of the time yeah. I will address it to Rick Hahn, but now I have to get more creative um, now that he's gone. But um, yeah. Jerry so, Reinsdorf. Yeah, to Jerry, I guess. Or to Jerry, whoever. to Jer Bear. Oh, <laughs> insufferable people in this yeah. world. They're terrible. But yeah, so obviously I encourage everyone to do this because it's yeah. amazing. You guys are amazing. Maggie, who's not here, is amazing. Um, so again, thank you both for joining me. Um, and obviously just let us know where we can find you. We'll link it um, in the blurb and obviously on Twitter, but just in case. Yeah, so you can find the show um, at a pod of their own. That's our handle on every social media. 
um, Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, and TikTok. Although we don't really post on TikTok, we just kind of like have our handle and like hang out there. Um, we don't. We're not. We're too old for TikTok. We just like lurk on TikTok, but we are technically. Yeah. There. Um, but you'll find most of our actual content uh, on uh, Twitter and Instagram mostly, and Blue Sky um, at a pot of their own. Um, and our pinned tweet right now is the link to the Google Sheet. Um, so that's an easy way to find it, um, obviously, besides the, the show blurb um, and such. If you want to find a link to the pledge donation sheet where you can make your pledge, you can just go to at a pot of their own on Twitter, top tweet, click that sheet will be right there. Um, we're part of Home Run Applesauce, which is at HR Applesauce on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Petite PhD. And I am at Linda Servage. Good. We will make sure that all of those handles are in this blurb that comes out. And we will make sure to share it. I know I try to share it multiple times. The second I see it, I try to do it weekly. Um, and, you know, we can, we can tweet it out on our account, too, so that everyone knows where to go. Um, because, again, this, this helps more than anyone could ever realize. Um, you know, just what you guys are doing, what those donations go towards. So you guys are amazing for doing that. Um, I'm so proud to call you my friends because you're just wonderful people, wonderful humans. So, um, but yeah, so again, so we'll eventually get back to visiting other dugouts, but we just um, had to share this. And again, um, going into, you know, the end of September, going into October, that is Domestic Violence Awareness Month too, just so everyone knows and can continue to donate throughout that if you have the means. All right. Well, thank you so much, Allison and Linda. Thanks, Crystal. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Oh, thank, you. thank you so much. Yes. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>